You're going to love meeting Erin Keating today. We just spoke with her and boy, is she a powerhouse. And before we get going, Linda, I, I need to, to correct how I began the actual interview with Erin. Erin is not a comedian, though she is very funny. And she's not an actor. She's no. actually a, a media executive. So ignore those couple of things that I said when we Boy, began the we interview. we get that wrong. <laughs> but we learned. We're correcting. We did. And she's also the brilliance behind the podcast, Hotter Than Ever, which is for women over 40. That's right. And Lisa, both you and I noticed how put together Aaron looked because we recorded this on Zoom. Yeah. So we can see our guests. And she had these super cool big glasses on. She looked with, amazing. She really looked amazing. And she said they were from peepers.com. Right. So, so I think I'm running out, even though I don't wear glasses anymore. I'm going to get them anyway. I am. They look great. I am. I know. I want to look like Erin. <laughs> I know. Well, she told us that she's from a family of beautiful women. I just love that. Glamorous. She, glamorous glamorous women. Yes. So we talked about their glamour and how that affected Erin and how she felt about her body growing up. And that was sort of an unexpected aside that we took right. but it's right. a wonderful wonderful interview with a very entertaining podcaster and i hope everybody checks out her podcast hotter, hotter than, than ever. ever right yeah. all right let's go talk with aaron well wait before we get into our interview i just want to ask everyone who's listening do you need some extra cash or are you just bored looking for something fun and challenging to do well, I've got the answer. If your closet is overflowing with clothes that you never, ever wear, I've got a book that I just wrote. It's a Kindle ebook where you're going to learn how to declutter your closet and turn all your discarded clothing into cash. Check out my Kindle ebook. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Cool. Okay. Let's go all talk right. to Aaron. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. So, wow, Erin, you, you're a lot. You're a comedian. Oh, but you don't okay. like to say comedian. <laughs> we Start just over. had that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Actor, writer, creator of award-winning TV shows and a single mom to twin teenagers in Los Angeles. 
How's it going? Do do you think you're busy enough? Should we add a few more things onto your plate? I could be busier. I can handle a lot. Um, Oh, wait, how old are your teenagers? Uh, they're not, they're, tw- so they're really tweens, which is maybe worse. Than oh, tweens. you'll be busier. Ooh. Don't worry. They're 12. <laughs> um, I have a boy and a girl. They're 12. That's amazing. They're amazing. Um, they are true Los Angelinos. And I, I uh, don't know how I did that to them. I moved, we moved here when they were two from New York. Uh-huh. Um, so I always think of myself as a New Yorker. <clears throat> Sorry. I always think of myself as a New Yorker, but um, they are LA kids. Yeah, yeah, that's my daughter moved to L.A. for college and has not come home and she has become an L.A. kid. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's amazing yeah, but... <laughs> here. There's so much going on and it's there's so much opportunity and it's real pretty. So, yeah, I don't think I'm coming true. back. Coast to coast. Well, yeah, that's right. One that's coast right. to the next. San Francisco to L.A. Well, we've been listening to your podcast, Erin, Hotter Than Ever, and it is phenomenal thank you um, we just found out do you share your age is that something? oh yeah sure okay. yes I mean I think that's part of the whole thing right I'm right. 52 so um, you're 52 and mm-hmm. we kind of realized that all three of us share a, we're in a different, a different, different decade I'm 62 so great. yeah and I'm 70 I'm not 72 yet but I'm definitely <laughs> not down up, the <laughs> So yes, how do ahead. you, you know, how do you pick your topics? I mean, they're just, they seem so relevant. Thank you for that. I pick my topics based on my own curiosity. Um, okay. So I have talked to everyone from writers. I love writers, um, people who've written memoirs. I talk to actors. I talk to directors Um, I've talked to, uh, sex therapists and menopause experts and, um, the, today I dropped an episode with an adult film star. Uh Wow. I saw that. It was fascinating to have that conversation. So I really extremely curious as a person and I like the opportunity to ask all the questions. Um, and so you could call it curious. You could call it nosy. Um, it works, but <laughs> it um, all works. Same but thing. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the, really the organizing principle is what do these people have to teach us about living life over 40, 40, yeah. 50, 60, 70, 80, which is my mom's age yeah. in the most free, self-expressed, vital, sexy, empowered mm-hmm. um, way possible, because I was certainly not living my life that way. Uh, what what do you mean by that? 20 years. Tell us more about that. What does that mean? Well, if you I will. am newly divorced. I think that's probably a lot of it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was in a marriage for 17 years. We just concluded our divorce, everything. So I'm officially, officially divorced. Um, and I found myself really since the moment that I decided I wanted kids pushed into by cultural forces and my own, you know, personal ambitions and, and fears probably pushed into living a particular kind of life where I was super careerist. I was very much on a professional track in the media business as an executive. Um, I was in a kind of a keeping up with the Joneses kind of life. 
Um, and, um, I had a husband who I thought was that person. He wanted to be that person. And then he wasn't really quite able to be that person. So I ended up feeling like I was uh, responsible for everything. Mm-hmm. Was responsible That's heavy. For, yeah. I mean, he, ha- he always had good jobs. It's just that he didn't have them for as long as I wanted him to have them for. <laughs> Um, and so, um, I just always felt like I had to be the rock. I had to be the stability. I had to be the earner. I had to be the, this, I had to be the, that I had to succeed. I had to achieve. Um, and then I also was a mom to twins. And so what got lost in the middle of all that striving, um, was me, um, (sighs) and my personal well being, um, my joy, my sexuality, um, my fun, Mm -hmm. I'm super fun but I stopped being fun for a really long time. (laughs) That's Um, bad. That's really sad when you're not fun anymore and you used to be fun. Yeah. I think a lot of women go through that. They're like, why aren't I having fun? Hmm." Right. What's right. Right. What's because you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulder. Okay. Sure. So, so you fell into some of these cultural norms. I'm just Mm -hmm. kind of hearing this and I'm thinking I know that we have listeners who are probably feeling the same way experiencing the same things or who have loved ones who are and one of your premises for your podcast is women who break the rules yeah so it sounds like you decided to just break out or break some rules or make changes right I really did I really did starting with starting with the marriage it just it wasn't a happy place to be it was full of conflict and we were adversarial uh, instead yeah. of being on the same team and we agreed that it you know we tried couple couples counseling one last time and we did and it failed and um and so you know my ex moved out a year and a half yeah. ago and then we mediated our way to divorce um but for me that was the first thing to change Right. And so with that, I was like, oh, I'm a free person. I can do yeah. anything I want. Yeah. You know, if I can get a babysitter, I can do anything I want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's and I that. don't have to tell anyone where I'm going or what I'm doing. I can just be a free person in the world, which is who mm-hmm. I was in my 20s. I loved I traveled yeah. the world by myself. I right. had all kinds of adventures. I made unconventional choices. And I felt like, oh, wow, maybe I can be that again. Um, And then about a year into the separation, or maybe seven or eight months into the separation, I got laid off for my big fancy corporate job. And interesting. my whole team was eliminated. They laid off 1,400 people. There was a big consolidation I was working in on the media side of a tech company. Um, achieving, 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 um, making real money. I bought myself a house when I had money and, uh, and then, uh, everything, then it was like, oh, I don't have the job. I don't have the marriage. Like, what am I free to become? And so that's been the quest I've been on. That's the journey I've been on. And that's what I've been. I started out being like, I want to, I want to find my own voice again. Um, and that was the reason for the podcast. It's like, working stuff to say because... that I've been quiet about. Well, obviously things have to end for new beginnings to happen. And don't you think, I mean, you're in the perfect decade of your life. Fifties are so exciting. I, I think agree. Don't you? it yeah. is the best. Yeah. It has never been this good. 
<laughs> and health wise, it's really good too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I find Yeah, I'm doing yeah. so great and feeling so um vital and alive. Yeah. Um and you know, I have like a boyfriend who's 10 years younger than me. Like it, yeah. it's all very fun. <laughs> it's all very fun, you know. So it's, can I I was just gonna interject. We had talked before we started recording about your your glamour family that you came from yes. and the rules and expectations that came along with that. I would love to talk about that as well. So kind of No, like, I love it. I and know. I haven't talked that much about style and beauty and fashion and all of that stuff on my podcast. And it's something that I've cared deeply about and have my whole life. I come from a family of beautiful women. Mm -hmm. um, my mother had uh, two gorgeous sisters. Um, they were sort of notoriously the beauties um, in their, you know, their group growing up. So that um, those were your aunties? You had those the were my aunties? aunts. So my mom is now 80. My, her middle sister, the, the one who was the next above her was 13 years older than her. She just recently mm -hmm. passed away. She mm -hmm. was 93. Um, mm -hmm. And then the oldest sister um, had passed away about 10 years ago, but she was, my father describes her as the most beautiful woman he ever saw in real life. Wow. Um, and so that would these be were lovely. women who, um, you know, the beauty was their currency in a, in a mm -hmm. world when uh, women didn't have careers and what they um, accomplished really had to do largely with who they ended up marrying and how that created a station in life for them. Right, right. How did uh, that work for them as they aged, I wonder? Yeah, I, I think... Um, they were both the older sisters were maintained their appearance mm -hmm. um, in a thousand different ways, um, mm -hmm. you know, well into their older years. Um, my aunt that just passed recently, you know, nipped and tucked and did all the things. Mm -hmm. um, and um, <laughs> I feel like I'm telling tales out of school, but she's passed away. <laughs> um you know, but those are not them, secrets anymore. It's okay. They had right? secrets. They had well, they were secrets because then, it was a generation, probably. right? Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, exactly. But now it's not. Who cares? We right. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they still um, beauty was still very very important to them. Style and fashion was still very mm. important to them, and even you know a year ago, um, before my aunt passed, I saw her and she was wearing this like cashmere and fake leather maybe it was real leather <gasps> sweater um you know Fabulous. yeah even with swollen ankles she had cute cute comfortable shoes um it's gonna be you know, me <laughs> yeah I mean she really always looked uh incredible and it was you know it was definitely their currency and it was also I grew up going to their houses as a little girl and they had those mirrors with the lights around them. Oh, yeah. yes. And my aunt's yes. dressing rooms were a wonderland to me. I mean, I would sure. open a drawer and it would all be like leather gloves in all different colors. Oh, yeah. the leather gloves. I have oh. on my mother's oh. as well. Yes. Oh, I mean, just amazing. And when my um, when my oldest aunt passed, um, and actually when my most recent aunt passed, there was this celebration of them in their dressing rooms as as the houses were being wrapped up. Um, wow. Stuff was hmm. being divested. Wow. Most recently, my 
I was on a Zoom with my cousins who were all in my aunt's dressing room holding up purses. She had infinite purses. And it was like, do yeah. you want this one? Do you like this one? Yeah. Oh, so-and-so's taking this one. So I ended up with like 20 purses for like galas that I'll never go to. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but they were so cool and they were every style. And it was clearly, this is this was a big focus for them on collecting things and um, presenting themselves correctly in the world. So my there's about to be a memorial uh, celebration of life for my aunt. And we are all dressing in such a way that she would approve of. So I had to take my oh. kids out to get them real clothes. I love this. Make sure my aunt would would like what they what she saw because she would certainly tell you if she didn't. Right. Oh, well, and that's such an honor. Yeah, I love that. I miss those days. I played in my grandmother's closets also, mm. and to me, it's all about taking care of our, ourselves as mm. we age too. And Lisa and I talk a lot about that because there's so much we can do now. Right. To, even dress comfortably yet fashionably and sexy and feel good about ourselves. And I think that's really the key. I agree. And yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, as a married person, I wasn't really, it wasn't on my radar. My attractiveness wasn't really on my radar, mm. but when I got out of the marriage and started dating, I was like, well, you know, how do I want to present myself? in the world. And, yeah. and now that I'm a podcaster and I have a little bit more of a public presence, yeah, how do I, I want to present myself? What do I want to put out there? Yeah. And for me, like when I go shopping, it's like, do, how do I feel in this clothing? Like, how yeah. does this make me feel? Because if it's just like, oh, I need a new whatever, and it's fine, then it's a no. That's right. That Yay. Is a no. I like that. I like no. that. Yeah. Well, and I'm looking at you right now on the Zoom screen and you are you are honoring your aunts. You've got the red <laughs> yeah. lip and you got the perfect brows and the big glamour glasses. You're rocking it, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's fun for me. It makes me feel good. Um, I'm blonder than I've ever been. I let my person <laughs> every time I go back to her, she makes me blonder and I'm like, blonder. this is me. Um Yes, I was going to say um, the glasses were when I started to need reading glasses. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, it's such a like unavoidable part of aging. And but... I felt so betrayed by my eyes. And then <laughs> right. during Zoom, during COVID, I was always on a Zoom. And so I started to sort of buy, to entertain myself, I started to buy all of these gigantic uh, reading glasses. And I have like 25 pairs now. And they're all big and bold and drama. Um, they come become a bit of a trademark. I love them. Yeah, I love that about com, you. Everyone, go Peepers. to peepers.com and look for Oprah's picks. She, oh, this she is has some really great picks great on there, name. and they're cheap. And you um, know, if we glam. if we have to wear glasses, we might it's as jewelry. well make it work. Work, mm -hmm. make it work for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I love that it's become a signature piece. That's really brilliant. Yeah. So what about you did mention something about rules and expectations oh, coming yeah. from this yeah. glamour family. What, what did that mean? Hi, Lisa here. In case you didn't know, I also own Simple Beauty Minerals, and I bet we have something in common. Dark spots, lines and wrinkles, under eye circles, skin redness, loss of lashes and brows. I know, right? But don't despair. 
With the right clean beauty formulas, habits, and makeup techniques, those issues can be a thing of the past. At Simple Beauty Minerals, I empower you to look and feel your best so you feel comfortable and enjoy all that life has to offer. Just message me here via the podcast or reach out to me at simplebeautyminerals.com or Instagram or Facebook at Simple Beauty Minerals. I'm here for you. Oh, that was very stressful for me growing up because I've always carried some extra weight and um, I always felt like everyone was sitting in judgment of me um, because wow. body beautiful was kind of the thing and, and everyone and was always dieting and watching their still weight. Still is. Yeah. Um, and um, I remember saying to one of my aunts, um, you know, I'm just naturally like a little heavier, just kind of how I am. And she's like, I don't think so. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Your that's like pointing, oh, no. That's like pointing the blame finger at you. That's what 100%. I felt. A hundred percent. It was like not okay for oh. me to have the mm. body that I had. And I was pretty rebellious um, against those rules in my, in my teens and twenties and even thirties. You know, I, um, I didn't want to follow these fashion dictates. I didn't want to, there was a point when I wasn't shaving my legs you know, in my twenties, I was like, I'm a wild child. Nothing. Um, I probably didn't shave the pits either. Right. That's part uh, of that. I, did whole shave the pits it's funny, I, I went through but, a phase yeah. like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> clean, but you clean, know. but no, did that part never work for me, but the legs, okay, me you neither. know, I got tired of it. <laughs> um, so I did rebel against it and I did resent it. I did feel like you're trying to make me conform. You're trying to make me fit into your, you know, your social rules and then the older I've gotten, the more I've embraced, like, this is the family I come from. These uh -huh. are the beauty standards. It's actually, it actually served them quite well in their older years and they felt good about themselves. Um, and I, I gave up on so many things for a long time and I'm just so committed to not giving up on anything now. And so that means like a lot of beauty maintenance stuff, um, which yeah. is fine with me. Yes. I enjoy it. Right. I think that's the key. I think it needs to be a part of that enjoyment process of life. Otherwise, yeah. don't do it. I mean, if you don't yeah, enjoy I'm not it, doing it for anyone do else it. at right. this point. You know, right. I'm doing I it for you. me. Well, and in, as a uh, beauty and style podcast, we yeah. always ask our guests to share with us what are what's a beauty routine or tip that you would like to talk about or and or what's a style tip what do you what kind of what is your signature style and how do you know what clothes to buy that's yeah, such a great anything. question um so i will say peepers.com for for glasses okay. love it <laughs> yeah um, i will also say i'm a little extra so <gasps> i love that that you I just, just am that. and you know, date someone who likes that about you. Like, don't, right. don't be involved with someone who thinks you're too much. Right. Like I, I play yes. up my, my bombshellness and the boyfriend is all over it. You know, Love it. um, I think, um, for me, it was about realizing I had great legs. Oh, yes. I've always had a belly. I've always been self-conscious about that. But instead of worrying about that, I worry about like, how do my legs look? 
because right? showing off. up your assets. I'm wearing short mm-hmm. skirts. I'm mm-hmm. wearing tights. I'm wearing high boots. Perfect. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, it doesn't matter if the dress is loose, if it's short. Right. So like, right. um, for me, it's about playing up, you know, the things that God gave me. So yes. it gave me, I'm five foot 10. Um, and wow. I'm not afraid of a heel. Um, if it's a platform or <laughs> you know, a wedge, I can't do the other kind. Um, it hurts. You gave that up. Yeah. <laughs> kill you. I won't so do it. <laughs> I'm just done with that. Um, so yeah, walking a line between being comfortable, um, and playing up my assets and also like I glam it up, you know, I, I wear makeup every day. I, I do my hair, even if I'm hanging around the house, because it makes me feel like I have my act together and I want to feel like I have my act together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I I love all this because I think so many women feel like if they're a few pounds overweight, they try to hide it, you know, and instead what everyone knows, see you. So everyone can see you and we want to be seen, right? That's what we want to be seen. And so, yes, play up our strengths for sure and have fun. Yes. I love that. Well, and I think, Erin, even skinny women, honest to God, think they're fat. Yes. I am not kidding. We have such a sickness in our culture that it doesn't even matter how good a shape you're in or or how skinny you are we feel like we're not good enough and that's what i think turning 50 you realized you weren't having fun you weren't happy there was something wrong and you did something about it and your children are watching that and that's very very healthy but i'm just saying the weight thing honest uh, I don't know any women, and I work with a lot of women, body image is number one, something that holds them back. And I'm so happy to hear it doesn't hold you back. It has been a huge part of my story, my struggle with my weight and my struggle with body image and self-love. And, you know, uh, coming from a family where beauty is so highly prized and on my dad's side, the men... (laughs) the men were always posing in speedos and flexing their muscles. Like they were <laughs> I love this. shocking to people who, who find that out. Um, <laughs> my family pictures is like all bathing suits and it's me hiding behind everybody else. Right. Yeah. Because I just did not feel yeah. like I deserve to be there oh. um, because I carried some extra weight. And oh. what's so interesting to me is when I got out of my marriage and I went out into the dating space it didn't matter to anybody. Wow. It didn't matter. To Not mature men. No, no. Even young men. Even oh, young men. Even I'm young well, I mean, men. but yeah, they're mature. No, because I... if you're sexy, you're sexy. Yeah. Right. And oh, so I love how that. your the actual lumps and bumps layout yeah. like, doesn't really matter. No, it's your attitude. It's your enthusiasm. Yeah. It's your positivity. It's your glow. Yeah. It isn't. Um, you know, the measurements or the, this or the, that, like in, I was amazed and delighted to experience that with, with, you know, I really didn't know after being in such a long relationship, um, if anybody would find me appealing and Mm -hmm. what started was me finding me appealing. 
right me, me liking what I was all about and then being like oh wonder how the wonder how the guys of LA are gonna <laughs> experience me uh well and I will say I had no problems now was that was I looking to fall in love no did I yes Oh, oh. <laughs> that's usually usually how it happens, right? <laughs> I hate that that's true. I hate that that's true. So you're off the market already. I am. Oh my am. goodness. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to be an unconventional relationship and um, it's, it's the, it's the best I've ever had. And like, I don't know. I don't know anything yeah. except day that I'm to willing day to be vulnerable and throw yeah. myself at life in a new way. Well, Erin, wow. this is, you're very inspiring. And I want everyone who's listening to go subscribe to your podcast, Hotter Than Please. Ever. I know that I am doing so immediately after sharing some time with you. I'm, I think Thank you. you have important things to say and important work to do in the world. And, and I think you're just amazing. Me too. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for providing this opportunity for women to talk about all of these things that are so important to us. And that I think get brushed off sometimes as superficial. Yes. But yeah. as women, these are important parts of our lives, how we present ourselves and how we care for ourselves and, yeah. you know, how we package ourselves up in the world. Like, um, this is important to us. It's important to society. And and I will just say, like, I'm I'm an enormous fan of that show, What Not to Wear. I don't know oh. if you guys ever watched it. Oh, of I, course. We I grew up on that. Yes, obsessed. Um, and and I something sticks with me from that show, which is the host Stacy London would always yeah. bring all of these clothes out for these women, or she would go shopping with them. Yeah. And the women would be like, "Oh, I can't wear that. Right. I can't wear a pattern. Oh, I can't wear that color salmon. Oh, I can't." I can't wear a shoe like that. I can't. People have so many rules about what they can and can't do style-wise, and it's all totally made up. Like you hmm. make up the sort of rule book in your head about who you can be in relation to your style and your appearance. And yeah. you can be anything. <laughs> it's like playing dress up. Yes. Every day you want Dry to stuff. express who you are. Yeah. <laughs> now I am a big proponent though of having a really good idea about the style of clothing that you yes. love and that you feel really comfortable in mostly because now I'm all about sustainability and mm. I don't like stuffed closets with all these different clothes that don't mix and match and don't have anything to do with each other you know I'm I think we're we're kind of moving toward a more minimalist um uh, manageable type of wardrobe that isn't yeah. burdensome. You know what I mean? And for I that, totally agree. we want to know who we are and what we love to wear. And, and kind the way of you find that out that. is by experimenting. Trying. Exactly. That's true. There's no harm in dragging everything into the Nordstrom Rack dressing room <laughs> and trying everything on and being like, well, that's weird on me. Oh, that's surprisingly good. Hey, I, I do never, that all know. the time. Yeah. All yeah. the t that's the Just only way you know. Up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for spending time with us. This has been it's been great. I know. Thank you so we much for having me on. I appreciate it. We really really think you are on the road. You are definitely on the road. Can't wait to see what you're doing in 10 years. Really? Thank you. Or Thank tomorrow. You. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what am I doing tomorrow? <laughs> All right. And I think that's a wrap. What do you think? It's a wrap. Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review and message us to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda. 